Greetings, travelers, and welcome to the Geronimo Draws podcast. I'm Robert Geronimo, creator of the Blood Realm comic series, and in this episode, I'm joined by my YouTube co-host, Michael Delavan, as we discuss New Jersey Horrorcon and some of our favorite horror movies. Also, be sure to rate, subscribe, and share, as it does help the channel grow. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Geronimo Draws podcast. This is Rob, and I'm joined today again with my YouTube horror Let's Play co-host. Hello. Michael Delavan. How's it <laughs> Good going? Good to be man? back. <laughs> so right now, he and I are playing through Outlast. Yes. Michael, what's your take on it so far? I just, I don't like horror <laughs> games because I just, I don't do well. <laughs> I'm very imaginative, imaginative uh-huh. and reactive to stuff like that. So you're not a fan. Yeah, it just it becomes too real. I can't <laughs> take it out of the fact that it's just a game. So that's so, the like, joy I of get it. Get too though. immersed in it. I guess that's the joy for me because I just I enjoy me freaking out. <laughs> yeah, apparently so do I, so does everybody else. Yeah, if you true. haven't watched the videos, please check them out. Yeah, check them out. Um, they're on my YouTube channel. At Geronimo Draws, and it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. It is fun. It definitely still is fun. Like yeah. I enjoy it. It's changed my attitude about games. Oh yeah, because now I've kind of gone not numb to it, but I, I'm sort of like I've got armor now, ready for anything. Like going through Outlast has made me oh, kind of. Oh my god, that yeah. game is just hours and hours of nonstop torture. They put things <laughs> purposely just to scare you. <laughs> Without a doubt. Where certain games is like, you could find this thing, you might not find it. This is just sort of no matter where you turn. Oh, it's every just, two seconds. Yeah, everything we're doing is just to up the ante. Yeah. So um, today I just wanted to talk briefly about my first Horicon experience. I did New Jersey Horicon. I actually just wrapped yeah. it up this weekend. And first off, it was really cool because if you're a horror fan, you are totally going to dig the stuff they have for sale. I mean... Right now, I'm wearing a creep show T-shirt from the scene when uh, the zombie guy walks in and says, uh, "I've got cake. I've I've got my cake." And it's he's literally a zombie yeah. with a woman's head with, with candles. candles in her hair. It's a great, great scene from a, a deliciously '80s horror movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a good shirt. Yeah. It's definitely a cool shirt. Yeah, I'm really digging it. So now I'm going to be upfront. For me. Compared to New York Comic Con, it's a very different show, and it was a little bit harder for me at this event. Harder in terms of? Sales and engaging the audience. First off, we were supposed to be on the main floor of the showboat. It was in in, uh, Atlantic City, and apparently Bautista is filming a zombie horror movie on the first floor. So they moved the entire event on the second floor last minute. I wonder what horror movie he's doing. I don't know. It's It, it was top secret. Apparently, the guy wasn't even supposed to tell me uh, it was a horror a zombie movie. So Oh, that it was going on. Yeah, a bunch of the crew members came up, and they were like walking around. Yeah, well, obviously, it's the atmosphere for a zombie movie. Of course, yeah. So for me, it wasn't that great because I noticed that people were really there to buy merch on their favorite slasher <laughs> sure i mean you definitely are going to horror con because you appreciate the slasher genre or some sort of horror movie yeah. thing you're not 
I mean, maybe you'd be there for comics, but I, if I heard Horrorcon, I wouldn't think comics. Right. I, I gave it a shot because, believe it or not, a lot of my readers kept asking me to do this show, and they said, oh, you should totally do it. And maybe it was great last year, but the location on the second floor just did not help a lot of the vendors. We were, I was in the shadow most of the time. I had to ask for a light. So eventually the second day they got us a light. To, really? Oh, we were in such a dark corner. And Troma, who is a popular like indie film, they do like Toxic Avenger. Okay. They were in this dark corner across from us where people couldn't even see them. Hmm. So they had to put a, 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 a sign with a marker. They just wrote Troma. Right here. Very different from the blinding light that is Comic Con's oh, atmosphere. Oh my god! You're just, just you're so just, much power. You're just saturated in yeah. light at New York Comic Con. Blinded. <laughs> so it was cool. I think the problem was too is that Charlie Sheen, who I met, there. he's a character. He was a very nice guy though. Oh yeah, you got to meet him. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, he walked by. Um, he was like, "Oh, great work, great work." He was, <laughs> he's a character. The line for him was insane insane yeah i'm not surprised 125 dollars, i think just for an autograph a photo it was either an autograph or a photo but not an autograph photo right exactly it's crazy christina ricci was there Uh, she was 60 horror movie has she done adam's family oh yeah very that's classic see and to me that's not a horror movie like that's almost more of a family movie Right, but it has the horror vibes. I guess it is kind of you know? creepy. Uh, I mean, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, yeah, okay. Forget she was in that. Yeah, Carmen Electra was there. <laughs> <laughs> the A-list. <laughs> you know who it was cool to see, though? Uh, she was very sweet. Uh, Heather Langenkamp. She uh, plays nice. Nancy in the original Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy Krueger. Oh, Cougar. really? Yeah, so she was actually really cool. But, how much uh, was she charging for a photo? I don't know how much she was charging. Oh, also Lurch, the big giant butler from Adam's family was there. He, that guy doesn't even need makeup, dude. I feel bad because there's something about that that's just so, I don't know, <laughs> so demeaning. Like, Wait, wait, wait you ready? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, well, it's just for me, you're going to an, a, a convention to right. sit at a table to get people to take a photo with you. Like, I know. It's just so... It's weird. I, I can't even describe the word. Well, oh, there's something about the... Because I, I can appreciate fans and sure. understand people who want to come to see stuff, but... I mean, that's how they got... I guess they have to make their money. You got to make a know? living. It's just... I would I would feel that would make me more depressed. But people want to pay it. That. That's the thing, though. Like, Charlie Sheen's line was... That's, that's where I thought it was annoying for the event, because... He took a lot, in my opinion. He changed the vibe of the show because people just came for a shot with Charlie Sheen. They walked around once and they left. Yeah. His line was insane. Yeah, I could not believe it. It goes to show you, man. You know who else was there? Uh, the kid from Terminator 2. But he's not a kid anymore. Well, Eddie Furlong. He was nice. He was chill. Well, what has he done since, you know? It's, it's uh, yeah, sort of know. like, this is what I'm getting at. It's oh, like, I know what you mean. They've got a one-time sh- you know, shot and making some extra cash with people who might have enough money to be like, yeah, I want a picture with the guy from Terminator 2. Yeah, they do. They do. Or the girl from Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, if you love the movies, then I guess it has the appeal. These hardcore fans, what I did like about this show, I don't mean to be all negative, but the celebrities were just walking around like regular people. Yeah. And no one bothers them. Like, there's no way 
anyone could do that at New York Comic Con. I think also the vo- high volume of people. I mean, 200,000 people on Saturday. At Comic Con. At Comic Con. Yeah. How many people? Do you know what the average was at uh, HorrorCon? Maybe 4,000. Oh, uh, so like t- a totally different show. Very different. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was, like I said, I gave it a shot. But oh, I also met the actor who played Michael Myers in the fifth Halloween movie. <laughs> How would you know it's him? He never takes the mask off. <laughs> I have to go by his word. He Look, people were able to take photos with him. Oh, you know what I did? I meet? was in the Michael Myers. <laughs> I was Michael Myers in the newest film. <laughs> you were, weren't yeah. you? I knew it. I've, oh, I was meaning to tell you this because I know how much you like this movie. and we, we both love it. I met Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. What the hell was he doing there? He was taking pictures. <laughs> Bernie? Yeah. I mean that that is a great movie. It I, I have no movie. idea why he would be at a horror con other than maybe he's he a, just he, likes horror. He's movies. a dead body. He yeah, played but that a dead movie body. is not scary whatsoever. I mean, I guess it is. It has really. sort of like well, I mean, they have the guy who's trying to kill them, and it's not no, really horror. Uh, I know, I know. It was it, it, he was an odd. He, no, he, it's cool though that you met him. You know what is amazing though? There are characters there. These people, what they do is they walk around an exhibit as their own they call it original character but like they're they're in character all weekend you know what oh, I mean? as like some horror show character but not something that's that's already made up like just something they've created they've created so they and they have merch created for that character for that character so mm. but but they stay in character the whole time it's like pretty crazy i can appreciate the creativity that i mean is a bit much for me like i saw a couple of those at comic con where they just stayed in character but but the, but the difference is they're just walking around these guys are exhibitors oh so they're part of the spectacle they're not just fans who come to no. the show to like kind of sell some stuff while they oh all no, right this would be like me Dressing up as getting one of your booth, characters. Right, exactly. And walking around. And in then, character. Exactly. And having like all merch based off, say, Lord Cyphus. Well, I guess if you're trying to sell something. Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting. But uh, it was pretty cool. There's one guy named Father Evil. Who, Father who's like, Evil. Well, he's like well known amongst uh, horror convention really? attendees. He's like. Uh, now, let me ask you, is that sort of a character that has some sort of movie or Nothing. comic series he it's- makes it up he plasters it he plasters it on all merchandise like mugs tv uh, uh t-shirts and all that stuff but there's no creative element other than a merchandising thing um no but he can you know if someone wants to make a movie about that character i guess they approach him and everything and then yeah i guess if you have the copyright is there any like rules against that where yeah, if i just- if i see your character i'm not gonna just Oh, I like that. I'm taking it. That's the thing. I guess this he must own something. So you'd think. I mean, maybe to. it's not he making him that much. He has to do that. I'd be curious. You have to copyright everything. Just as, as a creator myself, you got to copyright every little thing you do. But it, sure. it, it was interesting, dude. Uh, yeah, interesting stuff. Really cool t-shirts, but I I don't think I'd do Horrorcon again. again. Yeah. I hear Monster Mania is this big one up in Cherry Hill. That's very hard to get in. But I don't know. We'll it's see. It's just a different vibe. I mean, it's not saying that your comic isn't a dark, like, horror fantasy style comic. Yeah. But you just might not have the appeal that people are looking for because they're not all comic book readers. Yeah, no, they weren't. A lot of them are movie fans. Yes. You know? Heavy in the Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Freddy stuff. Yeah, and you can guarantee if 
Blood Realm became a movie, then you'd probably yeah. change the whole vibe. Of you course. Know? No, yeah, of course. But it was a cool experience, uh, regardless. I, I do wish it was on the first floor like it was an intent it was originally intended because the aisle was really wide and you were really able to see everybody. Because where we were located it was so narrow and we really couldn't like you know, it, it was easy for the audience to just stray. So, well, the idea of you being in shadow too is not, I mean, that's, I wasn't thrilled about that. I was not thrilled. So very strange. Yeah. But the the people next to me did made these handmade zombie babies, (laughs) but they were dolls. So they would buy kits that they would, they would put together and fill with stuffing and like paint Hmm. of of like vinyl dolls. So they feel like flesh and everything. Weird. And they would paint, dude, they put on every little hair, and these things looked creepy as hell. I love the, I appreciate creativity. It was cool. You know, regardless of if you agree with it or not, I, I've always been a fan of that, because to me, it's still art. Oh, You're taking oh, it the was. time and effort to oh, make dude. something that's unique and different. The amount of work that must have went into doing this. Yeah. Like the painting, the the stuffing, and, and the they put the eyes in and everything. But these looked real. They had one that was a monkey mermaid. How much were, did you find out with the cost of these things? Like, what are people charging for these? And they were three hundred, three hundred dollars. <laughs> but the kit itself, she said, was like one fifty, and then all this time to make it and paint it, so it's too much. Yeah. So out of that, we had sort of a discussion that we wanted to talk about, which was uh, what scares you, right? Yeah, right? I figured like, why not? You know. Was there anything at the show that genuinely scared you, or would like if this was a real movie or? You know, that it was scared one me back. Yeah, like even back in the day, what was a movie that scared you? Like, well, what was your one iconic? guy, one guy, it was only, the only guy who had the shirt. And the second I saw it, you know when something scares you, when the second you see it, you're like, oh, you shudder. It was, this guy had a black shirt and it was just the white face from The Exorcist. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> this guy walked over my booth. I'm like, I'm not even going to try and sell to you. Just <laughs> go move along. Think, uh, where? Where could you even get a shirt like that? Oh, Who's dude. still making it? It must be something old school. Like no, that's a vintage. dude, when you go to events like this, there's shirts of like, like again, I'm wearing a creep show shirt. Yeah, I, I never guess that's thought true. There was this, this type of shirt existed. They, they have like all these cool like uh, walking dead shirts and everything, everything. But but the uh, the Exorcist really, really freaked me out. This is certainly the show, I guess, to do that. Right. Is go get that type of merch. Yeah, old school. So, like you said, slasher films. But that's if we had to say what scares me to this day. That, that Exorcist. Film. Yeah, just is just again. I think it's being raised Catholic. You know, <laughs> regardless, you just you just believe in demons and yeah. possession. There is something to be said about that whole genre of possession movies and yes. anything to do with religion because it's an unknown. Yeah. Right. One guy came Who's up to my. I say it can't happen. There's plenty of people oh, of who claim that possession is real and people yeah. have been possessed. And yeah. One guy walked up to my booth. Listen to this. He looks at my stuff. He looks at Blood Realm. He's skimming through it and he just looks up to me and goes, You were raised Catholic, weren't you? <laughs> I was like, Yes, I was. What a weird response to a comment. Hey, he's got a good eye because you know, stuff can stick with you. <laughs> In more ways than one. But what what about your comic would give that away? Probably the, the the vibe of the sisters. Also, the way it's illustrated looks like medieval manuscripts and stuff like that. So that that definitely could have uh, uh, played a part. Yeah, I guess so. 
I don't know. I wouldn't have got. I give him credit for that because I wouldn't have said that. Yeah. Just from looking at the comic, I want to be like, "You're Catholic." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to make the joke of like, how would you tell of a different religion? You know. I know. Like, how many gods are in this? <laughs> how many arms does your god have? Yeah, it was pretty cool. What? What about? See, you. I always remember when you were little, you couldn't stand zombie movies. Yeah, they freaked you out. But now I feel like that might be dead now because you 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 know it's I mean the the genre is definitely flooded yeah with just terrible terrible movies yeah but for me it's they still scare me the idea of it scares me more than the actual I think movies that are out there yeah I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that that scenario right right if you're put into that situation the post apocalyptic mm-hmm. world of Everyone you know, everyone in the world is trying to eat you. Is trying to eat you, <laughs> yeah. and you can't convince them otherwise. <laughs> you definitely can. <laughs> there is no like conversation. Let's talk this out, right? <laughs> Most of the time, the kill the killers aren't going to deal with you either, right? You're right. not talking to Jason and be like, "Listen, maybe we can just." There's a place you can go and talk to somebody about this. We don't have to be chopping kids up, but. For the zombie atmosphere, no it was reasoning. always just you're alone. Yeah. And you're helpless. And now there's no end to that world. Like it's kind of the reprogramming yes. of society of what it is. Absolutely. So I think that's what scared me more was just the idea of the zombie world mm. as opposed to like an actual zombie doesn't sure, scare sure, me sure. as much. Because they're pretty easy to take down. Like everybody always made that joke. Yeah. Just walk around, you hit them in the head, they're done. <laughs> Right? But Freddy Krueger's haunt your dreams. Yeah, right. I, I figure that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> and also being overwhelmed by zombies. Like, that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, like the first episode of Walking Dead. I remember watching that recently. Uh-huh. And the whole beginning of the show, you know, you get tastes of just like even the main character, Rick Grimes, he comes out of the hospital and he's just walking and he he sees one and obviously like, they move so slow, you don't even he doesn't even realize it's not a zombie yet because he doesn't know. And by the end of the episode, he gets into the city of Atlanta right. and then there's just like a whole street of yeah. them just all came and that's when you have this moment of like, shit, this is not yeah. a joke. You know, like he's you on the horse, right? Yeah. And yeah. and then they, you know, they come from every street and then he's blocked out and they eat the horse. It, was, it gets very like dark, and then he's surrounding, jumps into the tank and Oh, that moment for me was kind of what I'm describing. Of yeah. That feeling of you can beat one or two of them. But and they're all looking at you. Yeah. when I mean, it's like you're ringing the dinner bell. Right. right? Everybody <laughs> wants a taste. Yeah. You're right. That's a good point. So oh, that man. was certainly the attitude that I always took. But, you know, the iconic slasher movies, right? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street are scary for a different reason. Yeah. Like Jason is scary because you're on... He never scared me though. Jason? Yeah. Like I always like he had the hockey mask. I never felt like I I don't know. I I never felt threatened by him and and I mean obviously Have you met him? <laughs> I have not met him, thank God. He doesn't seem like a friendly guy. No, it's just like I guess Freddy scared me because he taunts you. Yeah. That he enjoys it. That exactly. That's what creeps me out about Freddy is that he he revels in the you know when they say don't play with your food he plays with his food first yeah you know he torments you and then he then he finally kills you when he's ready when you're when you're good and scared yeah that's really disturbing to me you know that's the stuff i don't like 
But yeah, Michael Myers, he's pretty creepy. He's scary for the the opposite reason. He has no soul and no personality, and it's strictly just yeah, kill something. That's it. He doesn't speak a word. No, and it doesn't matter. No expression. He, it doesn't matter who he kills. It's just you put him. It's almost like you let an animal loose, and he's just going to go house to house and kill. Yeah, that's it. There's and that no was motive. kind of the vibe of that. Even the original movie was yeah. kind of like he's out in the streets on Halloween when exactly. people are roaming, like, and they have no idea what they're in for. That's you what think I of, think made it scary. Whereas Jason was the same concept and repackaged in a different form. But he's undead, right? I guess. Isn't he undead? Yeah, but uh, who's to say Michael Myers isn't undead? You don't really get the understanding either. Because well, obviously first... they shoot him a bunch of times and he doesn't die. So what's the... True. What is I this, mean... just a dude on PCP with a mask? Other than it could be. I believe that. I believe that. Where Jason is actually up from hell. Right. Isn't the whole thing that the, the kid drowned and then he he's brought back? Hmm. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Well, I in don't... the first movie, the mom's the killer. Mom Jason. is Jason. So in in Friday the Thirteenth, there's a mass killer with the, with some kind of hood, and it's actually the mother killing all of the the, the kids. It's not Jason. They're, she's killing them because of what they did to her son. So then that's why Jason becomes Jason. So at the end of the first, did you ever see the original? No. Oh, oh, dude, you should watch it. No, yeah, and that's one of the few that I haven't seen. I've seen Nightmare. I've seen Halloween. Oh, I've seen Texas Chainsaw. Oh, then I don't want. It's just one of the few movies that I haven't. I seen. don't want to tell you the ending then. No, it's fine. I mean, at this point, it's he dies and comes back. Well, <laughs> he because he's not in it. Jason's not in the original Friday the Thirteenth no. at all until the end. So the whole movie, it's the mother's. The mother is the killer. No, I have, you know what? Maybe I will watch yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. I didn't thing, know that. Yeah, as stupid as that sounds. No, if you never watched it, believe it or not, I didn't watch the original Halloween until recently. Until the the new remake. It's terrible. What is it? The original <laughs> Halloween. Oh boy! I mean, you're gonna get some haters now. But Mike. that's you know, it's my opinion. You can hate me all you want. Put it in the comments. I want to hear the hate. I'll respond to it. Because well, why don't you like it? I don't, it's just a time piece. It's a time capsule. Yes, I don't hate yes. it because it's a, you know, good or bad When movie. did you watch it? I saw it just, I mean, I've seen it years ago and I've seen it recently. We. I watched, I think last week, They. Uh, my cousin had it on with uh, your girlfriend, Anna, actually. We went over and I happened to just be there and they're putting on the first Halloween movie, the original. Uh-huh. And I was like, watch the new one. Like, the new one has got so much more modern-day action. I know. The other one is total nostalgia factor. Yep. Like, the camera shots, the way... I know. It had a style of, you know, horror movie that just didn't exist at that time. Exactly. So, I, I can appreciate it. But when you watch it, you can't tell me that it scares you now. No. Yeah, the, So much of the movie is just... <laughs> <laughs> I laugh, personally. I, yeah, at one point, we're following that guy who is... Is he a cop or is he his like he's the Michael Myers? Yeah, the doctor. I know. And I remember the cop asking me, he's like, should I tell you? He goes, no, we don't want to cause a panic. And I'm like, there's some psycho killer with a knife walking around. What do you mean you don't want to cause it? Because he's your guy? Yeah. Like, because you fucked up and didn't give him the pills he needed? Like, what's the deal here? I don't get what type of atmosphere we're talking about. I know, I know. It's insanity. No, it, it's true. It's true. It, I, I think, like you said, it's a timepiece. And uh, you have to appreciate the time in which it was made. Huh. I personally love 
the re the, I can't even I, the not original? a remake but oh. the, this uh, uh soft reboot Halloween? yeah the new one that came out oh I mean I enjoyed it the, I loved uh, it. Jamie Lee Curtis was oh, in it I still. thought it was great yeah I really enjoyed it I, I let's put it this way I went in with way worse expectations because of what it was right and was pleasantly surprised yeah thinking like this movie was gonna be garbage and <laughs> It wasn't at all. Loved it. Jamie Lee Curtis was fantastic. Even that character, such a hard character to play and Which own. One? Like that strong female character of like, I've been preparing for this. She was like the Sigourney Weaver yes, in Aliens. Yes, that's the difference. That's like, why she I was well written. I had this shit figured out. No one wanted to listen to me. Right. And now right. you're all screwed. Yes. And I'm the one who's going to survive. I thought it was so cool. It did remind me of a Ripley character. Yeah, you're right. You're totally much. right. And that She was really well written as opposed to like, that's why when I crack up when people say it's like you know, she, we never had a strong female character before. Right. It's like bullshit, man. Yeah. There's been strong female characters for happened. so long in films. Oh People yeah. just almost don't want to admit that it's existed because <laughs> they want to be like, now things are changing. Yeah. No. I mean, Ripley Women is movies. one of the coolest, coolest characters Beyond. in sci-fi. Yeah. She and her evolution in the films is fantastic. Like she doesn't just stay one note. Like she evolves. Love it because of that reason. Because in Alien, she is the fearful person who right. has no idea what she's dealing exactly. with, and scared to death, but yes. is fighting that fear. In the second one, and you're with still her, still afraid. Yes, but now she's learned how exactly. to deal with it and what to do with these things exactly. in order to beat them. Exactly. And she carries that in the third one as well. Oh my God! The fight with the the queen. Oh, Alien. It's so I epic. Mean, even today, that I think holds up. What oh, like it still well, holds doubt. up when you watch that. Both films look amazing, and that's something to be said because, without a doubt, my opinion, Halloween doesn't. Where the original right. Alien and Aliens still does. Look, yeah, you put that on now, I don't think you really get no. much of a absolutely like not. the aliens don't look bad. No, they all look great. Oh, because to me, it's not CGI. No, right. What people get wrong is if you try CGI it'll age whereas yeah. modern effects look at a film like star wars the lightsabers are aged right but yoda doesn't <laughs> <laughs> yoda's a puppet he'll stay a puppet you can't get better puppet no. <laughs> it's the way it is he's a puppet, right it, it's, it's practical effects puppet. the alien was there you yes. were afraid of an alien exactly that really existed and i mean that you want to talk about stuff that scares you yeah that movie scared oh the God. shit out of me. The <laughs> idea that something will jump on your face, rape your mouth, <laughs> make you pregnant, whether you're a man or a woman, and then it doesn't come out of you. It decides, no, we're just going to eat through your chest. Yes. And then you die. It's horrifying. No, it's genius. Is it, what is it is genius. No, it's no doubt. And, and that film uh, by Ridley Scott, the first one, everything. Yeah. It's so much tension. Oh, so and the build-up. See, that's the thing a lot of horror films lack today. We need that build-up to that tension. In my opinion, you know what does it? Which sound design. Oh yes. What is something about aliens that I remember is so iconic? Mm -hmm. That beeping. Yes. That sound when you knew this thing was coming closer. They didn't even know what in, in it the, was. The tracker. Yeah, that yeah, tracker. Yeah. That beeping noise. And your and anxiety even the guns, goes. You know, the weapon sounds the pulse are very rifle. unique. Yeah, they had a unique sound to them. Yeah. But ding, that beeping ding, ding, was ding. just... Yes. And it, it, was, it almost wasn't even a ting. It was almost like just a... Yeah. It, just this little kind of ticking. 
And then when noise. it gets closer, it rises. Like Jaws. I mean, that's another. That's technically hard. There's a lot of Jaws oh, merch. There's a lot of Jaws merch at the horror con. Oh my god. I mean, that movie scared people out of the water even today. Yeah. You watch something like that, try to go to the beach and not have that in your head when yeah. you're in the water. No, you're right. It's an automatic. Yeah. I mean, we just haven't gotten to space yet, so we haven't yeah. freaked out about, you know, I'm in, I'm in Mars. Yeah, yeah. One of those aliens. Right. It just hasn't gotten there yet. I guarantee Elon Musk is preparing. <laughs> he is Ripley. <laughs> he is Ripley. Elon Musk is Ripley. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, those are some of the classics, man. What are the horror films? Really deep, like really, like deeply terrified. I think Exorcist for you. One time we had it on, you refused to look. I at can't it. even watch it. <laughs> to this day, I still can't watch that movie. Yeah, and but it still terrifies me that face. Like even before I knew what it was, I remember face. being a young kid. Yeah, ha- having seen it on television, or my parents put it on, not knowing what movie it was. And then for the rest of my childhood, that face <laughs> yeah. tormented me in my sleep. For, like the uh, lights so. would go off and I was visualizing if I opened my eyes, that face That's was going to be right, right there, there next to me. Messed me up. And there's something to be said about that look in general. Like that feeling. Yeah. Certain movies can pull that off where your brain, or at least for me, automatically goes to that switch. Oh, yeah. Of if I open my eyes, that's the face it's I'm going to see. There. That's it's, my horror thing. It's going to be there right now. Right? You don't think about it. There's going to be a zombie there. No. No, it's... It's that face. Because you're not... You're going to lose. Yeah. That's why. Because when you see that, you're losing. You're done. Yeah. It's over. You might be able to outthink a zombie and get something and kill. That thing is no. is just one of those, like, you're done. It's an, You're already possessed. Yep. You lost. Yeah. It's in you. And maybe that's what makes it so scary. Oh, yeah. Well, what about the scene when... Help me comes on her stomach oh <laughs> so many so many moments when she's like talking to the priest oh my god eat me yeah eat me he's talking about like as in his mother's voice like, it's why just, you do this to me eat me why it's so twisted eat me please oh it's evil am <laughs> i getting creeped out it's just because it's so evil it is so it's evil. like outlast that's yes. how i compare it it's like outlast yeah it's that movie that is made to just torment your mind it really is you know, it's another movie. Just saw it. We were talking about this before. Rob hasn't seen it yet, but anybody who hasn't, I highly recommend go see Joker. Oh, I want to watch it. Joker really is one of those films mm. that messes with your mind. Mm. You're sitting there. You feel for the character. Right. You know you shouldn't. Yeah. And that's mm. what I love about it. It's like Taxi Driver. Yes. Yeah. Or another film that had that vibe was Clockwork Orange. Yes, that that's character true. is so hated. Yeah, right. He's raping people, right. and you feel he, for him at the end it's because so crazy. there's so much that goes into so his true. journey. Where no matter who you are, you you still have some sort of connection to that character because you've rode this whole train with him you're to right. the end, and now right. he's being tormented so much worse than what he's done. Yeah, you're still feeling like nobody deserves this, yeah. regardless of how evil. So by the but then you know Clockwork Orange. If you hadn't seen that, I that's mean, oh, that's oh. a classic, unbelievable. Movie. I, I remember seeing that in film school. Yeah, having no idea uh-huh. what I was about to watch. We're, right. we're sitting down in the classroom, and it was one of those like auditorium kind of things. Uh-huh. I walked out of that room to my car, and I immediately called my father, and I go, Dad. Have you ever seen Clockwork Orange? <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah. Wait, is that what you watched? I go, yeah. That movie's fucked up. <laughs> I can't believe that got made. It's, it's a like, book. Yeah. I read the book in school. 
Yeah. It is deeply disturbing. Probably one of the most disturbing movies I think well, I've ever seen. Stanley Kubrick's a master. Yeah, of of just mental. Yes, mental the Shining darkness. too. Yeah, mental breakdowns. You Speaking, know? that was one of the trailers. The uh, oh, the red rum. Doctor oh, Sleep, I, I think Doctor it was called. Sleep. That's it. Yeah, With, Danny uh, goes back. Owen McGregor. Yeah, he plays Danny. It. There's some aspect of it that maybe I don't know if this was also a story or a book mm-hmm. that they're taking from. I didn't know there's a group of people who are after people who have the shining. Yeah, he wrote a book years later about that. Entailed that. that it's sort of I don't know. Just from the trailer, gave me a different it's feeling different. about it. It's a very different story. Like I was expecting him to just need a reason to go back to the house. Yeah, you know, to explore. Because there is some small child character who has The Shining yep. also, yeah. and he yeah. goes back with her. But and these people need their energy. Yeah, they like feed off of yes, them or something. Yes, yeah. and they get—I don't know what they get if they get like a power themselves or they get a high or whatever. But people with The Shining are basically like captured and stuff yeah. like that. But that movie, another aspect of a great movie with simple sound design uh, and build-up. Yeah, see, it, it, but that's what does up. it. I I ask any one of you to put on your favorite horror movie mm-hmm. and just have it muted and tell me if it scares you as much oh. muted well, as Exorcist it does would. without it. Exorcist would scare me. To me, that's a visual yeah. movie. More, I mean, it's the, all visual. But... The actual uh, theme song from that movie is obviously very iconic. What is it? The, theme the song? Uh, when he's outside, right? And or just the the theme of the beginning of that movie. I'm trying to like. I, know, I don't I, want to sing the wrong theme. Anymore. You know why? I'm. I've, I just. I was just watching. This was a Halloween marathon. So right now I have that. I in keep my head. same. <laughs> That's what I keep doing, and I don't want to sing Halloween, and everybody's gonna be like, "This fucking Halloween, idiot." <laughs> but I know. It's definitely a ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it's, no, that's no, no, Halloween. No, it's See, Halloween. That's what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to do that. Right. Exactly. But that. Uh, that's my. Oh, I mean, that's what my film professor always told me to do when it yeah. came to making something. Uh-huh. He goes, put your put your movie without any sound and see if the scenes impact or the story still tells the same picture. You Exorcist know? for like me. If it still plays the same way. Exorcist still would. That's how incredible it is that no matter what, even without the sound, the visuals in that film are just so... Very dark. Yeah, so ap- they're absolutely disturbing. When the girl's taking the crucifix and jamming it in. No, her. I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I think, where we crossed the line. Like, how... You think shooting something like that. Yeah. How did you convince the actor to do that? Everybody on it's set a little girl. had to sit there watching that. This little girl do that to herself. There I mean, obviously, be, she's not actually doing it. I'm but. blown away... That there, there had to be somebody on this set where it's like, this isn't right, man. We oh, can't that, be doing this. There had to be somebody. Who was they, like, they we're crossing a line. Yeah. And, and maybe that was the director being like, that's the point. Yeah. Well, it's in the book. Yeah. We're crossing it. The book, dude. So, you know, in the book. So, I don't know if you remember in the movie, she, called, she, she keeps saying, there's that line, keep away. The sow is mine. The sow is a pig. Hmm. So, in the book, she keeps telling the priest, you want to save the little piglet? Right, keep calling the, like the girl a piglet, Ugh. and like he goes, "What's what? Why do you want to save the piglet? The piglet's mine." It was oh, dude, it's yeah, so just disturbing. like a piece of meat. And you want to know what's even creepier? I wonder if uh, the the author William Peter Blatty got it from this because there's a passage in the New Testament when when Christ is doing like this whole thing with the demons. There's a famous line where he's like trying to get this demon out of this guy, and he to ex the guy. He goes, "Who are you?" And, he, and the guy says, we are legion. 
mm. for we are many. And then what Christ does, he gets, he pulls a demon out and puts it into a group of pigs. <laughs> and then the pigs go and they jump off a cliff. Oh my God. So I wonder if that's why he he calls the 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 kid Piglet. Maybe as like an homage. Uh, I guess that may, maybe like a mocking. It just really creeped me out. Well, I remember. I don't know if you've ever seen Exorcism. Emily Rose. I didn't see that one. That is that one, a good one? It is a good movie, and it's funny. I saw that in the theater, and it messed me up really, really bad. But then watching it at home later, you watch like, it at this home? movie's not scary. By yourself? No, I was oh. with my girlfriend at the time. Oh, uh, I was going to say. <laughs> we watched it together. And she was, you know, I'm kind of talking this movie up as it was so scary. And I'm like, we got to watch it. And she was so afraid to watch anything, yeah. you know, exorcist or possession related. And we watched it. And <laughs> she's kind of like, why did you think this was scary? I go, I don't know. Well, I saw The Orphan. And like, I was like, this isn't that oh, scary. Oh, that movie's just weird. <laughs> Movie's so weird. I was she starts laughing taking the whole off time. like the makeup and stuff. It's weird. And she's just—it's uh, not what you thought at all. Because she's like a thirty-somewhat-year-old yeah, woman, very who's like a maniac. Very weird. But she's like she looks like she's ten or twelve. Yeah, something like that. Well, they she like had makeup and stuff on to like make sure she looked. Oh that way. yeah, and then when you see it without it, it's like weird. Oh, it was. That's a weird movie, but freaky though. Exorcism Emily Rose. What I was gonna say about that movie was. Uh-huh. There's a scene in there when they're doing the exorcism and he the priest keeps screaming to her. He says, tell me your name, you know, like, tell me your name, demon. And she just screams back names. You know, she's like, names, names. <laughs> and then he's like, tell me your names. So she starts naming like each demon that's inside her. Uh-huh. And it's each one of them. It's like uh, Legion, See? Uh, Belial. And then finally he's like, and I am Lucifer. Oh, God. The devil himself. Oh, that's stupid. The moment that I saw it in theaters was very, you know, creepy Creepy. and chilling. But then seeing it after, it had a totally different vibe (laughs) to it. And I I remember the ending. She was like, you basically spelled most of the movies in a courtroom. Because they're they're putting the priest on trial on whether he killed the girl or if he tried to save the girl. Right. It's like that's most of the movie is a trial. And then they kind of recap in these... uh, Right. Elements that kind of go back into the story. Oh, wow. But, I mean, it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it isn't what I remembered it back in the day. The coolest part of it was apparently 3 a.m. was supposed to be like the devil's hour. Right. And that's when he would come and do his uh, business because that was supposedly when Christ died on the crucifix was 3 a.m. Or 3 I don't know if that's actually... Right. No, that, that sounds about... I heard that before. Yeah. Or it was either 3 or 3.30, something like that. So like in oh, the course of the movie, creepy. that's when it happens. Ooh, like she'd be creepy. awoken at 3 a.m. And that's when like the demon would try to like, you know, do something. Yeah. So like after the movie, of course, I was at... Uh, I had a sleepover. I was staying at a friend's house. Oh, no. And of course, we stayed up into that because we couldn't sleep. So of course, then you stay up at 3 a.m. and we're freaking ourselves out and... <laughs> You know, our one buddy's just passed out cold, and they're like, he didn't give a shit at all. <laughs> That's funny. 3 a.m. Yeah, it, that was probably the the most eerie element of it, because it felt real. You know, at 3 a.m. Yeah. if you're up, like, that's the moment. That's the when time. When you're not safe, right? That's when, Ooh. you know, Christ has died, and you're, you know, you're on your own kind of thing. You're on your own now. That's what it was sort of. Christ, uh, the Satan is going to be doing his rounds and there's a lot of creepy moments too like when it happens you see like the the demon kind of gives you like hallucinations it's like paintings 
start to like bleed black the oh, eyes God. of like paintings and even people like they turn to these like creepy yeah. faces and figures in the sky you think i like it i think you would it's worth watching but i'd love to get your opinion on it okay because being someone who's really you know interested in the exorcist and has seen sure, that sure. so many times i would be curious to see what you would think of it okay maybe maybe i'll give it a shot maybe and we'll, we'll talk about it you know what i do want to watch with you mm. i want to watch dracula 2000 again Oh, God. Do you remember yeah. that one? No, you know, I haven't actually watched that movie. It's amazing. Isn't that Tom Cruise? No. No, Which no. Which one am I thinking of? With Dre- he plays a vampire. Oh, that's Interview with the Vampire. Oh, yeah. That's actually a good movie. <laughs> I didn't see that either. Dracula 2000 is like one of Gerard Butler's first movies, and he plays Dracula Comeback. Like, really? Yeah. No, and, I definitely uh, have never seen that. Oh, we got to watch it. Okay. Yeah, so I've then seen that. We will definitely watch that, and, and we will discuss it uh, for another play. Uh, not a playthrough, another podcast. podcast. Yeah, and Joker. Yes, want to talk and Joker. Joker. Yeah, and we'll you talk haven't Joker. seen that, guys. I really recommend it. It do not go in with a positive attitude because you will It'll get depressed. <laughs> but by the time that movie ends, you will have felt that you've ridden a roller coaster. Oh, I'm down, man! That's I can't wait. The vibe that I got. It looks like. Like cinema. That's what it makes me excited about the film. One hundred percent. It makes Every me feel like shot cinema. is beautiful. See, yeah, and like it's, it tells a story, right? Of how he's feeling and what he's going See, through. See, I love that. And there are some elements that you don't even know if they're real or right. if they're in his mind. Right, right. You're sort of taking this ride, sure. with him into his own head and See, what he's going through. I like that. See, that oh. stuff I like, and that's and it's not, very real. It's not to knock other movies from Disney and Pixar and all that stuff. It's like we need films like this art house films and it's funny that it ends up being like a major name i mean obviously it's joker no one is gonna save you like that's the feeling of this movie is no one is saving anyone yeah yeah, you are on your own the world is cold like it has sort of a vibe of kind of like this is what the world is now kind of sure feeling it's very very dark and depressing in that sense right where it just when you push people into a corner they and snap. you give them nothing. Yeah, they exactly. Yeah. Nothing to live for. You don't know what my life is. And De Niro is in that movie, which most people I don't think realize. Yeah, well, he, he plays, plays the Ed Sullivan-like yes. TV host. So, yeah. Go see the movie. I can't wait. Go see it. And I think it's a cool homage because he was the star of Taxi Driver. Yeah. So, because uh, you could tell this movie looks like and feels like a Taxi Driver, oh. just from the trailer I've seen, so. And Joaquin Phoenix is... Is that good? Amazing. Oh, nice. Really, I mean, I mean, the guy lost 50 plus pounds. Like must have been, And they use it. Yeah, right? yeah. They use the the scenes of him with no shirt on and right. show you like he's basically starving. He's not, you know, he's not eating at all. I can't wait. He's just, his mind is just tormented and it just keeps getting worse and yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. I'm and sure it does for him. No matter how much has gone through. And then even when it goes bad, you're uh-huh. still like, you feel for him. So by the end, I'd love to hear anybody who's seen it in the comments, please comment how you felt at the ending. Did you, did you cheer or were you like, hmm. he's, he's, you know, like, I, and I don't want to give it away. Don't, I don't yeah. want to give it away. I don't want to spoil it. I'm going to so see it Tuesday. Just give me some comments. I'd love to read them. Yes. I really enjoyed the movie. I'm going to see it this week and I will return with my thoughts because I can't wait to watch it because it looks like a beautiful film. So Yeah, I'd be curious to see what you think. Yeah, definitely. So maybe it's uh, something for another podcast. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, great. Well, thanks for coming on, man. I sure. Know this was a this was a fun 
discussion on New Jersey Horror Con and horror in general and, mm. and film. Yeah. It was cool. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I'll catch you guys next time. I'm Rob. I'm Mike. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys, wherever you are. Take care. Bye.